0: We did it. We have officially passed 1 million downloads on the Stephanie Gass podcast. Thanks a million for being a part of this podcast family, for being in my community, and for being with me for over four years, for helping share this with a friend, for being willing to sit with me through three episodes a week and learn and grow in your business, for being open to partnering faith and success, to having an open heart and a willing spirit to moving forward into your calling so that we can all work together for the glory of God to rise up into the kingdom authority that he's called us to. Thanks for being here with me. I'm so, so, so thankful. I'm so grateful. I'm so honored. To say thanks a million, we have some special gifts for you this week, Monday, November 14th through Sunday, the 21st. You can save 30% 30% off of either Stephanie Gas' course, Clarify Your Calling, where I help you get clear on your niche so that you can start that online business. You walk away in 30 days with a complete business plan mapped out from start to finish. Title, tagline, description, avatar clarity, content pillars, and everything you need to plug and play into your very own podcast. So if you want to grab that, it's at clarifyyourcallingcourse.com and your code is thanks a million. Thanks a million, save 30% through Sunday. Or if you were ready to start that podcast, you have an idea and you're ready to bring it into the world. You're ready to use your voice, for impact, to grow a business without social media, without the hustle, without the grind, to do it in a way that is evergreen, that's sustainable, and that's so much fun, then I invite you to start that podcast with me. We're gonna start it, launch it, and promote it successfully so that it is in the world working for you, generating leads, and helping you grow that traffic. You're gonna wanna take Podcast Pro University, which is at podcastprouniversity.com. Your coupon code is thanks a million. 30% off of either the pay in full or the payment plan through Sunday only. And then last but not least, you have a podcast. You are ready to go from part-time podcaster to full-time potential. You want to go all the way in on podcasting. You're like, I believe what you have done, Stephanie, and I want to do it for my own business. This is for you. 90-day group coaching, immersion mastermind experience, hang out with me live every single week. We learn, we grow. We grow. We put SEO and keyword strategy deep into your podcast. We revamp the whole thing. We work on titles. I teach you how to grow Pinterest marketing. We do how to podcast pitch, sales conversion training, sales pages, every single thing you need to go from I'm a podcaster to I am making profit. We learn how to set up a coaching offer and or course offer. And then I teach you how to launch your course, Evergreen and Live launch style. So, all of that is available. We are kicking off in January of 2023. And this week only, you can save $300 off by snagging an early bird seat to Podcast to Profit. So, you're going to head to Podcast to Profit and use the code earlybird at checkout. Save $300 off of Podcast to Profit. Again, that's Podcast to Profit your coupon code is early bird all of these details can be found if you have no idea what i just said down below in the description of today's show or in our facebook community stephgascommunity.com it's time to go behind the business all right friends hey hey oh my gosh first of all today i am sitting with one of my favorite people lydia santos hey Lyd. hey Lydia is our operations manager, student success manager, and basically my right arm and my left brain. If we're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna call it what it is. And Lydia is here to help me walk through with you guys really the behind the business series that we are doing to celebrate one million downloads on the podcast. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> like. So much bigger than that tiny scream that we just let out because this has been three and a half years of lots and lots of work and consistency and discipline and persistence and prayer and a rebrand in the middle of the whole thing, uh, ruts in downloads, like wondering if I can, moments of, of wanting to throw in the towel, all of it. Like there's so much that has gone into getting to this point for it to be, it's just such a beautiful pivotal moment of like. I did it and it feels so exciting and I'm so grateful and I could never have gotten here without each and every one of you listening to this podcast, subscribing, sharing it with a friend, showing up every single week with me to learn, to be inspired, to be stretched, to be triggered. I don't know what I did to you guys, but (laughs) for some reason (laughs) you're still here. So we are celebrating 1 million downloads. Thanks a million friends. Thanks a million. Lydia came up with that. Thanks a million. <laughs> I'm so grateful that you guys are here. So over the next five days, we're going to be going through five sets of questions that you all submitted to us about what it's really like behind the business of Stephanie Gass, LLC, being a part of Stephanie Gass and team. Uh, you guys had tons of incredible questions, everything from how team and operations runs, which Lydia is going to really help me with podcasting related mindset. You had questions on time management, and then you had a lot of questions on money and conversion. And of course we had to save the best for last. So Friday, we're going to be digging into money and conversion. And I really do bear all, like I have taken the time to answer every single one of your questions in depth as openly and honestly and vulnerably as I possibly can, because I want you to know what it really takes, what it took me, I know everybody's journey is different, and I want to disclaimer that because I have been an entrepreneur for 11 years now, full-time entrepreneur. I will be sharing revenue numbers, and it's not pretty for a lot of those years, and so this journey looks different for everyone, but I want you to know where we are today just to inspire you, to encourage you, to stay the course, and to celebrate with you. A million! Thanks, a million! Okay. So Lydia, first of all, tell everybody who you are, what you do for us. And maybe, like, what's it like to work for Team Stuff?
1: <laughs> well, I'm Lydia. I'm the operations and student success manager for Stuff, but I did not start at that level. Uh, about a year and a half ago, I started as her Facebook moderator, just commenting and getting to know people and uh, talking about Stuff in there. And slowly but surely, it's increased with um, just God kind of aligning things, and Steph seeing some strengths, and me saying yes, and really stepping into it, and it is a blast to work with Steph. Um, We chat every day over Voxer, making coffee, helping our kids get out the door for school, and, um, and then just checking in and seeing what's on the agenda for the day, getting things done, reaching goals, brainstorming together listening to all of you and what your needs are and really how can we adjust what we're doing to make sure that you're getting what you need.
0: Yeah, that's so good. And I think I've stretched Lydia in ways that she never saw coming, but she's also stretched me in ways because it it takes a lot to go from being a solopreneur with or even an entrepreneur with like a VA, for example, to becoming a real organization and having that mindset shift around like, oh, my gosh, like we can literally be a million dollar a year organization here. Like this is a real company, Lydia. I think we're running a real company. <laughs> like having that mindset shift and then recognizing that God always goes before us and he places the people that we need in our path divinely. And that was how Lydia was was placed. And then, you know, she feels the same way about, about the company and just having, I think for her, a mission to, to strive for in your job makes their there's so much purpose in your work, right, lid And so that's been fun for you.
1: Yeah, it's so much bigger than me. It's so much fun to see women literally every P2P, there are tears because people are just so grateful for direction and progress and being able to obey what they felt God's been leading them to and they've just been needing some help. And so it's
0: it's warms my heart every
1: day I get to do this.
0: Ah, oh, well I am so grateful for you and everybody you guys have, you know, met Lydia if you've been around for any amount of time. And if not, you will definitely get to know her because she is a staple over here. So today, speaking of Lydia and team and operations, today's topics that we're going to go into and in behind the business is all about operations. The operations um, leg of the company. There are three legs of our company. We have the growth leg of the organization, which we'll be more going into on some other days. We have the um, student, right, Lid? the student student one in the middle, the student success one in the middle, and then um, we have the operations side, which includes like legal and operations and HR and all of those pieces. So today we're going to be focusing on operations and team. You guys have the best questions ever in here. So Lydia's going to kind of walk us through each question. I will answer the question. There are some things that she'll be popping in as well. But you guys, grab a notebook and pen. Like we are going to bear all over this next five days, over this week, to really show you how did we get here? What does it look like to run a company of this size? Um, You know, we're extremely profitable at this point. Like I said, we've passed a million downloads on the podcast. How many people are on the team now, Lydia? Uh,
1: Right now we have 17.
0: 17 people, which five of those, you're my employee. So I have one employee, which is Lydia. And then I have four contractors. And then we have the rest of them are interns. Mm-hmm. And guys, our interns do get scholarships. They are not un- unpaid internships. They receive scholarships towards the programs and uh, podcasts to profit. So they are working towards an end goal, learning how to run the back office of back end of a, of a business. So they're learning a ton of stuff. So that is crazy. Like it's absolutely nuts to be here and think that when you started two years ago, how big was the company? Lydia, do you remember?
1: I was one of maybe three people on your team.
0: Yeah, that's weird, right? Yeah, it's crazy. So weird. All right, so let's dig into these questions. I'm ready.
1: Jenny Good asks, what happens in your business meetings? What do you go over? What's important to review? And so on.
0: Okay, awesome. Lydia, do you want to kind of like go through the meetings that we have as a company? And then I can pipe in as well and talk about maybe what we're doing in each meeting.
1: Yeah. So it's evolved just as growth has happened so quickly. We adjust with it. And we're like, we need more structure or we need more meetings or we need these types of meetings. And one thing that has been extremely vital to the growth is what we call VI meetings. And if you haven't read the book Rocket Fuel, that's where it came from because Steph is a visionary. I'm an integrator. So we nicknamed it the VI meetings and those are bi-weekly and those are very structured and we cover a lot of things we start with good news and prayer and then we move into any issues that we're having and how to identify them um, and solve them and then we have a to-do list and we kind of set action steps from there and then we have started growth meetings with our blog manager and we go over monthly metrics that we keep track of for everything from social media and how those are going the groups are growing um to blog and pinterest statistics and we cover kpis and focus goals and we as a team as a leadership team determine how do we keep moving forward and growing and then we have quarterly team meetings
0: i pipe in real quick on the Mm -hmm. so on the vi meetings you guys the purpose so let me talk about the purpose of a meeting real quick for all of you who are like what should i do you know for us lydia and i can boxer all day long which we do and go back and forth on stuff. But there are some things you, as a leadership team, right? You've got to come together with the person that has the vision, which is typically the CEO. So most of you are gonna be the CEO of your organization. Not everyone in here. Some of you have the the integrator brain, and then you have that person who executes, who is detail-oriented, who can see. That's Lydia, right? So when we come together in something called the VI meeting, it's the visionary integrator meeting. And like Lydia mentioned, it goes through those tasks and those things that we need to look at, put both of our brains together in a really focused space and come out with one specific to-do list from that meeting. And so we're doing those biweekly. Why would you do this? You do this because the visionary can't go operate in a vacuum and be successful and the integrator can't go operate in the vacuum and be successful. It really takes the person who's saying where we're gonna drive the car and then the person who's actually gonna get behind the wheel to come together with intention time. So that's why we're doing that one. The second meeting Lid mentioned was the growth meeting. Why we do a growth meeting now, now that we have our blog manager Mandy on board, Mandy is really taking taking control of, of the blog, uh, repurposing the podcast over into the blog, Pinterest growth, Tailwind, SEO keyword growth. She's amazing, and so we all need to get in the room because there's two reasons that we have a company, right? You guys, any can anybody guess? Lydia, do you know the answer? What are the two reasons that we have our companies? <laughs> I'm stumping her. You know? Oh well, it's for impact and for income. There she did it. <laughs> I didn't even tell her. I did not tell her. So if we are doing this for impact and income, right, there's execution of growth. And then there's, are we growing, you know? And for me, like, are we growing is, are we growing is the number one question. The number two question is, are we converting? That's it. You know, Like through all of that's how we make impact because we're blessing, we're giving, we're stretching people, we're getting them to, to purchase and then move forward. So the growth meeting is that, are we growing? And so we're looking through all those little metrics. Okay, next meeting.
1: So then we have something that's fun called the quarterly team staff meeting where we get everybody, whether you're an intern, contractor, employee, CEO, we all come together. And of course, ideally would be in person in a fun way, but it's a Zoom room. Yeah, someday. Uh, But we have, that's also evolved, but we start with prayer as usual. And some fun music and like to just make it an exciting place. But then we now have a super beautiful newsletter. Thank you to Allie. And we have a monthly newsletter that's got all of the things happening, things that are upcoming so that everyone's on the same page so that everyone knows what the mission is, has the bigger picture in mind. so And to know that what they're doing matters. So as they're in the group commenting, that matters for the bigger mission and that they're just as important to the team as anyone else.
0: Yeah. Lydia can you pull up our four core values I want to tell everybody what those are and the reason that we are having a quarterly team meeting is because with 18 people and with interns that roll through like you guys we have internship interns that come in and they might stay like some interns might end up being here 14 or 16 weeks because it depends on what their their scholarships are for but I'm kind of removed right i'm removed from maybe the daily to-dos with our interns and so i want to meet them you know one of our greatest goals as an organization is that everybody is seen heard and valued like you've got a seat at this table and you are equal and like your hand and what you're doing for this company means as much as what i'm doing for this company and we want them to feel that and experience that and so that's what the corely team meeting is all about i mean i cried <laughs> the last <laughs> one you did. So funny. And then I was like, I think I boxed Lydia after. I'm like, did I really just cry? That was like such a thing. She's like, it was cute. Well, no, it's not. It's I'm learning to stretch emotionally, people. Okay. We're learning so much growth. So much growth. Okay. Lydia, read them our core values. Yes.
1: Yeah, so we are Christ centered in everything we do, every decision we make, everyone that we bring on, every change that we make. We are uh, responsible for the growth and success of the team and the students that are being served, um, all the clients, coaching clients, all of them, um, we work really hard to make sure that we support you in every way possible. And with that is also the servant leadership. We really try hard to remember how Christ set the example um, of kindness, humility, honesty, all of that, and um, just to keep the golden rule in mind how would we want to be spoken to? How would we want to be interacted with and serve from that perspective? And that we're growth oriented and we really foster a culture of growth within the team. We support their individual growth as they continue to support us. Um, we have marketing and content and branding. Um, that is all to, like Steph said, cause more income and impact for God's kingdom.
0: We're not afraid of growth up in here yeah <laughs> we're like let's get it like let's go uh mandy the other day she's like i told her don't worry we can slow down you know after the whole we have like all these backlog blogs we're we're migrating over to the new website and all this stuff I said we can slow down when we're done and she was like ha 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 like does stuff gas know how to slow down i'm like i mean maybe no <laughs> like we are on a mission and yes we have a ton of balance we're going to talk about time management on day four you guys but um you know we are not afraid of growth and so those are the four pillars we stand on as as an organization and those bleed over into these meetings okay last meeting that we have lid
1: we have intern meetings so when we onboard new interns i meet with them monthly well we actually have a 30-day onboarding process where we meet to kind of make sure all the things, all the bases are covered, all the details are there, and that they know what they're doing, what the expectations are, and the standard operating procedures that are handed to them. And then we follow up with them and we have regular check-ins to make sure that they are good, that they don't have any questions or concerns, and that we can just continue to guide them um, with any of the questions
0: that they have. Perfect. And then the very last meeting that we do is a CEO retreat at the end of every year. And this is the first year that Lydia will be coming out to my CEO retreat because hello, she's got to help me put all the pieces into play that we dream up at our CEO retreat. That's our last meeting, Jenny. And that was a great question. All right, let's keep going.
1: Next one's from Jennifer Kindle, who is um, one of our P2P members right now. <laughs> she asks, How do you grow a team because the skill set is needed, but you don't have the funds yet to sustain that?
0: That's great. So, one of the first things that you can do if you want to grow a team, and I think you have to be realistic here. Like, you guys can't be like, I'm going to have five people working for me, but yet I can't afford to hire one person. <laughs> like, start where you are with what you have and the first thing i would look at is what's the one thing that is a uh repetitive task or series of repetitive tasks that i am doing in my business that a i don't like i despise them i ignore them or i'm just not good at them let's get that on the table because you are not good at everything i am not good at everything Lydia's not great at everything there's we have a specific skill set that we are great at We've got to find somebody to help us in those other areas. So once you've identified that, ask yourself, what is the person that could fill this this gap? Now, typically, for ninety nine percent of you, you're going to go ahead and hire a virtual assistant. That's going to be the first person that you hire in your organization. Now, let's say you have no money or the funds in your business yet to sustain it. You've got to think outside the box. So you can either trade, similarly to our internship program, like do you offer coaching that someone might be interested in? You can and create some type of, you know, equal trade that looks like five hours a week for you working for me in exchange for whatever that equivalent is in your coaching? Do you have a course you can trade for? Um, I traded a lot in the beginning of my, of my business. The other thing you could, so that would kind of be like an internship or a scholarship, scholarship situation. The other thing you can do is start with what you do have. Do you have enough for an hour a week? What's the number one thing you want to outsource for an hour a week? You know, so start with where you are, um, you know, pray because God always has an answer for you. There's also some other stuff here. Look at ways you can outsource without bringing someone on the team. Can you outsource some of the other, which we'll talk about outsourcing a ton, uh, throughout this series, but what else can you get off of your plate? Maybe that isn't bringing someone on necessarily onto the team. Do you have anything you want to add there, Lydia?
1: Yeah, I was just going to say there are people that, you can like outsource to who their business is to manage podcasts or you it might be a service that you invest in that may not be as costly as bringing someone on your team yeah exactly kind of piggybacking off that tracy man asks how do you find or hire people who care about your business as much as you do
0: Ooh, that's a good question tracy (laughs) let's get some well you won't always have people who care about your company as much as you do right the team that i started with is not the team that i have today right and nothing i mean it just is what it is i think as you evolve you grow into the type of leader that you need to become to create mission you know like if you want people to care about your company as much as you your company has to become a mission in your heart like the work that you do has to become so much bigger than you so much bigger than money it's got to become kingdom it's got to become for God by God with God all of that and so once you have that in yourself which takes years i mean honestly it's taken so much time i was probably the worst person to work for on plan i don't even know how i was I'm, I'm i feel like sometimes i'm still hard lydia says no but she's just being nice like <laughs> You have to care about your company at that capacity for someone else to, to feel that. So there's that first part. The other thing is you can't be afraid of attrition. You can't be afraid of people leaving you. Um, now I say that after panicking every time someone left me, but then seeing how God works now going backwards of like, i have the person for you you know and like it's been such a beautiful like that worked for that person to go and it worked for the new person to come in and i can see now how god's hand was on every person that's been here throughout this whole time so that's what i would say um i would say here is you've got some hard work to do you're definitely going to have a long road not everyone you hire will care but it's about your leadership it's about how you you perceive your company mission to be Fourth, it's about prayer, a ton of prayer. Like, let God be in, be your HR director when you're looking at applications. I'm serious. Like, really relinquish control over the hire. Because, like, would Lydia, when she applied, saying, I'm going to be your Facebook moderator, ever dreamed, or I, in our wildest dreams, that we're positioning her for, you know, COO three to five years from now? We would never have dreamt of that, but God knows. And so he has the plan and the way Um, So that's what I would add here. Leah. I don't know. How do you feel about being someone who cares as much about this business as I do? What do you have to add here?
1: Well, I was going to validate what you said about being a leader because I think that makes all the difference. Just to know the things that you say on your podcast when I used to listen to you and wish I could be your BFF was like, is she really the same person? And then from the inside out and on on the regular, just to to know that you really do like you mean what you say and when you talk like this and give advice like this it's coming from your heart and I think people can tell that it comes across through the podcast but even more so to your team Um, and then I was just going to say on the ground level it looks like finding the right people looks like we're paying attention to and we're listening to you and we're watching and so even things like our mompreneur of the month you know contest that we have in the group people that are investing their time already and they're already showing up and they're already showing that they align with those things we have our eyes on them we're like ooh, she'd be and so when we do our in- internship program and we say hey we've got new spots open and we see these names come in i already know who these people are yes. I, i already am like yes Perfect. You You're know, looking at uh, that
0: person, I'm so pumped yeah. they applied. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Exactly. So, that's from the. That yeah, is so valid.
0: I want to two seconds on this, and we'll move to the next question. You know, my, I've always been a massive advocate. I hire from within. So we look to the community. We look to the Facebook group. We look to my email list. I've actually never hired someone outside of our community ever. Isn't that interesting?
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: that because a you know they're your type of person we know they're our our lola they have our heart they believe in our core values already plus lydia already has a vibe for that person because she's so in the groups all the time checking on stuff she knows what the interns are saying about different people so that's another big thing you guys can look at looking at hiring from within and then cultivating up so my goal is always like there's growth here you know like show me what you got pour your heart and soul into this thing and like you can grow with the company and we've never hidden that fact and Lydia is a testament of it.
1: Good. Um, so the next question is from Emily McDermott, also a current PTP member. Hey she, says, <laughs> she says, um, how do you know when it's time to hire the first person on your team?
0: Okay. So the first thing I would look at is where are you in your, in your company growth and stability? If you still don't exactly know what you do, I probably wouldn't hire someone yet. If you are brand new getting started and you are not in a net profit position, I might wait a little bit. Um, You definitely want to be in a stable place, right? Because when you bring someone on, you have a level of responsibility. You don't want to bring someone on like, just kidding, I can't afford you and fire them two months later. So you really do want to be in a stable place. You want to know what you do because in order for someone to be successful in helping you, you can't be confused at all, right? So that's really important. Now, the second part of this, let's say you have all that, check, 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 would be you are drowning a bit or you don't have that time freedom that you used to have. Your business is starting to grow and evolve and you need an extra set of hands. This comes from like, what are some things to look at? Am I feeling burnout? Am I feeling frustrated with the things I'm having to do on this repetitive basis? Um, am I struggling with? Keeping that time balance and those priorities in check. That just means the workload has grown too big. It's grown beyond you. So, that would be the things that I would do. If you're at that point, you're clear, you know what you do, and you're kind of feeling those things, go ahead and move into it. And, like I mentioned earlier, you can start someone off with an hour or two a week, right? This does not have to be a huge thing um, and kind of ease your way into it. I know my very first hire, uh, when I brought her on, it was like, I just need you for like two hours a week. You know, it's going to be so chill. And within like two months, it was like 15 hours a week because it literally made such a difference in allowing me to become the CEO again and getting back into growth.
1: So Rebecca Brooks asks, how big is the team that helped you get here and what roles did you fill first?
0: Good. Love that question. Okay. So we talked about, well, let's just talk about each position, Lyd. So Yeah.
1: So I we've kind of... It. Again, that's also grown as we've found the gaps, like Steph just mentioned, and we found places where they could be filled. And so,
0: yeah, we're going to go, we'll go through each role for you guys. I think, and I think to that point, like you can't, you can't just wake up and look at a team of 17 people. Like this has been such an evolution of growth. And so let's start, I'm trying to think if we should start in my brain of like the org chart or like, if you just want to go from, let's go from our five and then we'll talk about the interns. Okay. I'll talk about you. Cause I know that's always awkward. So we have, <laughs> um, <laughs> we have in essence, the operations leg, right? You guys. So right now I'm still technically operating as COO of the company, even though I really don't do that much in that leg anymore. Um, Lydia is really taking most of that. And so Lydia is basically in charge of HR. She is in charge of getting new postings in the hirings, the firings. Um, She does all operations. So that's SOP standard, standard operating procedures. She's driving the car. She's in charge of task management, project management for the entire organization. Basically the way that I kind of joke about this is like, I have the vision of where the car is going, but Lydia is in charge of like What does the car look like is it perfectly (laughs) tuned up like who's driving did we miss a turn you best know, girl where are we going like Lydia's in charge of driving this car effectively and so that's what she's doing and that's obviously been an evolution and a growth process and then also in the operations leg would be uh CFO and finances and right now most of that's outsourced for us we have legal outsourced taxes bookkeeping all of those are outsourced anything else on your role Lyd
1: no, well, I was just gonna make a joke that you're often like, let's go hit the gas. I'm like, wait a second, there's a light on the dash. Hold on. <laughs> but when we have direction and everything's running smoothly, you know, that's that's sometimes, how it works.
0: Sometimes I accidentally get in the car and shove the driver out and start driving us off a cliff. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? But hey, you guys, it's so great. Like I'm telling you. The beauty is in having a diverse group of people with different skill sets. And I don't, this is like a famous thing somewhere. Someone said this, like, have people smarter, more effective and better than you below you. Like that's our goal, you know? And so it's like, I am, and I'm also, I think another piece of leadership is like, I'm willing to hear constructive criticism. I'm not afraid of it, you know, I'm really not. And so it's been nice when people are like, like Mandy the other day was like, can you not have a new idea for just like, you know, (laughs) a minute and I was like what do you mean I don't have any new ideas she listed off like five new ideas that I had in the last week oh those okay anyway so it's kind of fun all right the next person we have on the team is Mandy Lewis um she is she is basically running a large majority of the growth leg right now she's our blog manager Pinterest manager she manages all the interns in that organization um She's in charge of growth metrics when it comes to blogging. She does SEO and keyword research for us. What else, Lid? I don't know, Mandy.
1: She is like a spreadsheet queen. She just keeps track of, and she gets all the blog people what they need. She is um, coming up with new ideas for strategy for how to use things like pins and Pinterest and um, and then managing all those interns that help her create the things, help her set up the process that she came up with to help it run smoothly we love her
0: and mandy was an intern so testament to i am serious about i hire from within i grow people from from within Uh, mandy was an intern for us for a really long time and then we had a seo consultant in essence come in and basically rip my entire thing apart and show me all the ways it was broken and we thought oh my gosh who are we going to have do this role from now on and it was a god thing as well oh yeah All right, next up, we have Melody, who is our brand new uh, executive Executive. assistant. Lydia, go ahead and share what Melody does for us.
1: Well, also, Melody was an intern. um, And
0: see how we we roll, see how we roll internships. Come on, come on, interns. Let's go.
1: (laughs) Well, and it's just it makes it that much easier to go. We have this need. Who's going to fill it? I know this person's work ethic. Melody is so hardworking and so organized. And so she is now managing the support at email inbox. She is managing Steph's coaching clients. She is helping with the Facebook groups, making sure everyone has what they need in the posts. Um, So she basically is just helping this whole mission and helping all of our students and clients get what they need.
0: Yep, she's incredible. Thanks, Mel. Mm -hmm. Okay, next up we have Christy hey christy and christy's been with us a long time now golly like year and a half maybe two i don't know year and a half at least yeah i think year and a half christy was a student of mine and christy came in as our program facilitator assistant so she helps with podcast to profit so she is basically in charge of updating the back office for p2p homework keeping people on track providing comments and feedback in there um, optimizing courses. And
1: again, when we see people's strengths and we just know them so well because we're, it's relationships that make the difference. And knowing that she's a former teacher and she can keep track of homework and help these students know what to what to do and answer all their questions. It makes such a difference in, inside of that community. Yeah.
0: The next person we have on the team is Ali. Shout out to Allie. She's our graphic designer, web designer, um, all of those pieces. And you guys all know Allie because you probably had her do your branding at some point, or you will. So uh, she's a happy mompreneur.com. Let her know I sent you. But yeah, Mm -hmm. we love Allie so much. And what's also super cool is we have people from all over, literally the country working for us. And it's so fun. Allie's in Mexico and all kinds of different Time zones to consider is just so interesting. Okay, and last but not least, we have all of our interns. Lid, why don't you talk high level about what our interns' hands are into?
1: They help in each leg in different ways. Um, we have um, we have moderators for the social media groups. They are commenting and helping with posts. And then we have interns helping with creating graphics and in Canva and Pinterest pins and helping to implement the blogs that some interns are writing, some interns are editing, and some interns are plugging into WordPress. And so there's all kinds of things that they're learning about, like you said, the back end of the business while they're earning something. And so they just they love to see from the inside out how a really well run company works.
0: Love it. And we're so grateful for all of you guys. Shout out to Team Steph.
1: All right, we have Tim Modlin, who we love. He uh, is also a P2P member. When do you know when it's time to move to the next level, like adding courses or staff, et cetera?
0: Well, first of all, God usually tells me. Like, it really is divine. Uh, sometimes I feel that tug coming well before I execute on something, and then all of a sudden I'm executing and I realize, like, this is the beauty of being an action taker. I, I, re- I like, oh, that's what God had been speaking. <laughs> like, sometimes I'm a little slow in this one area where I'm like, oh, this was divine, Lydia. She's like, I know. I'm like, oh. <laughs> anyway, so that's really fun. Also, the numbers will tell you, Tim, you know, when, so for example, two years ago, I was at my CEO retreat, and um, a third of the revenue was coming from coaching we're going to talk all about this you guys are going to be obsessed with friday like be sure that you subscribe and you set your timer for these episodes because friday's gonna blow your mind but i was looking at the numbers and i said i'm so tired like i'm so tired of coaching <laughs> i have way too many clients and i know some of you are like ew i want a client I'm like i know but believe me there is a day where like you will hit the lid and you will realize that like you can't exchange time for money forever it's just not scalable And so I was so, so, so tired and burnt out and the numbers were telling me there's a demand for what you're doing in the coaching sessions. And I was very resistant thinking that I had to be there and God through Chelsea, through one of my best friends spoke to me and was like, make a course for it, you know? And so the numbers will tell you how you're feeling will tell you, you know, there's, there's indications everywhere, but then also Holy spirit and that tug, um, Tim also asked, like, do you operate by the numbers and metrics? Do you make decisions based on intuition? Both. Yes. I sometimes make decisions based on intuition. And sometimes I make decisions based on numbers and metrics. I think you have to take um, a holistic approach to making decisions as a CEO and look at what does God say first, always. Secondly, does my do my numbers support this move? Because I couldn't just quit coaching. Obviously, it was a third of the revenue. I had to phase out slowly as I phased up the solution that was going to replace coaching and then um sometimes and you have to make sure you have the revenue to support a new hire right all those pieces so you have to take this big holistic approach and then lastly tim had mentioned how does god factor into your decisions i mean god's everything to me seriously like that's it like i just i pray i try to wait and be patient not my strongest suit Lydia <laughs> you can test
1: i can vouch for that
0: <laughs> she can vouch Um, He sends me amazing people for the team. We pray on an individual level. We pray together. We pray as a team. We pray as a leadership team, like God really is everything in my decision making. And sometimes um, if I don't hear clearly from God, I will move on intuition or metrics. And then I wait and carefully discern through if it was the right decision.
1: So Tia, she is one of our interns. She says, you're such a great leader. And so obviously, you know, from the inside out, how did you become this leader? And what advice do you have for someone wanting to grow their leadership skills and gifting?
0: Well, basically, when I hire people, I just throw them into the fire. And then I walk away, (laughs) Tia. No. (laughs) I just snotted. She's snotted. It's true, though, Holiday. So what makes, A, what makes me, thank you for calling me a great leader. That's such a blessing. Um, I think I would guess that it's that I treat people people super equally to myself, right? Like I am the same as everyone else. I am not fancy pants. I am exactly the same as all of you. We all have a seat at this table. I'm not afraid to give of my time. I'm not afraid to give of, of resources. I'm not afraid to be supportive. I'm also not afraid of being clear with communication and expectations. And I'm very blunt. I'm very blunt. You can ask Lydia She's trying to teach me the sandwich method where you're like, nice thing, blunt thing, nice thing, see stuff. And I'm like, oh, okay, okay, okay. And then I just word, I just bluntly, oh, was that good? No, that wasn't good. So I'm extremely blunt. But I think that once people get to know me, they realize, you know, we have work to do here. I love you. We have work to do here, but like, let's go. So we don't mess around with expectation, you know, in this company, we're very clear uh, we're very direct, but we're also extraordinarily kind. I don't know if that would be a good blend of, of that. Um, pray, you know, I think that will help you be a great leader Tia is be sure that you're bringing God in, not just for you and your business and the pieces of the business, but for your team as well. We literally have a prayer intern y'all like shout out to Ellie Conklin. Mm-hmm. She sits and prays for this organization. Everyone by name, she calls them out by name. I don't even know how many hours she prays. Cause that girl can pray. but it's legit and then um yeah i don't know lydia do you have anything you want to add here yeah
1: so kind of going back to our the core values that we shared really your leadership good leadership godly leadership is about praying before we respond thinking before we speak serving um Like I said before, Jesus is our model. So we prioritize the relationship with God first. We lead with Holy Spirit's promptings. We remember the fruits of the Spirit. um, And even just with how we solve when we do, maybe speak before we think. How we resolve that or check in with each other. And
0: we, she means me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We all have our moments, okay? so
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's good. And Lydia actually brought to the team... um, it's the Matthew 18 principle, right? Lid? <laughs> and so we follow even like a biblical conflict resolution uh, roadmap in our organization. So just stuff that's evolved over time and practicing and just, I guess, like recognizing that the people on your team are real people, right? They have hearts and souls and spirits and desire and dreams, and they have a family and they have you know, we've got, you've got to treat people, just go back to scripture, right? Love God. And then love your neighbor, right? Love your team, love your people. And I think if you lead from that place, you'll never go wrong. Yeah. All right, friends. Well, that wraps up today's Q and a on behind the business, all about team and operations. Be sure you join us tomorrow. We're going to dig into all your podcasting download and growth related questions. It's gonna be so amazing. You're gonna absolutely love this. Hey friend, just wanted to remind you if you have not snagged your behind the business thanks a million big savings and steals this week. Get on over there, girl. Go to stephanegas.com slash courses, figure out exactly where you fit in to the roadmap. Click on that course and head to checkout. At checkout, you're gonna use the code thanks a million for Clarify your calling or Podcast Pro University to save 30% off this week only. Three, two, one, go. That's off paid in full or the payment plan. Or you're going to click on Podcast to Profit. Get an early bird seat to our live immersion mastermind program kicking off in January and use the code EARLY BIRD to save 300 bucks. I can't wait to celebrate with you. Thanks a million. Did you have fun? Or learn something? Leave mama a review. Pretty please. I hope you loved today's episode, friend. I pray it stretched you, challenged you, or grew you in some way. And that it's helping you. If so, would you stop right now and share this episode with someone else that has been praying for a breakthrough? I also would love it if you could take 30 seconds for me and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. This is the only way that I know you're actually liking the show. Plus, it lights me up to hear from you. Lastly, come on over to our free community, stephgascommunity.com and head to stephaniegas.com to grab your free gifts. I have free workshops over there and everything you need to know about working with me, taking my courses or connecting. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with the hope by the power of the Holy Spirit, Romans 15, 13. I'll see you in a few days. God bless.